Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Arabic with Sam podcast. اليوم, how are you guys today? Today we're going to talk about another student question, inshallah. Last week we had a question um, sent in from a student and I wanted to make this a bit of a series. So today we have a student from a, we have a question from a student on the Arabic in 60 Steps program. Uh, Zizi, a Somali sister in fact, um, uh, originally hailing from where I now live in Mogadishu. And um, yeah, she sends to me on WhatsApp and this is a question about saying free. For example, a free house or a free table in a restaurant. And um, she came across a particular word that she wanted me to break down for her. So grammatical topics we'll talk about today is maybe actually a vocab topic, really. Um, different words for saying free, because when in English we say free, we actually mean a number of different things. And um, we're going to talk about a feral narcus. We'll talk about um, final weak verbs a little bit and uh, what we do with that weak letter on the end. Um, so a little bit of technical stuff at the end, inshallah, but they'll kind of end up being in two parts, sort of um, different vocab for saying free with some examples. And then also at the end, a little bit of more technical vocab, technical grammar for you, inshallah. But even if you don't feel like you're in a situation to fully understand it, it's good for me to plant the seed at this stage. So let's get into it, inshallah. So her question really was that about saying a free house or a free table. So I want to go through, go through some different words for free while we're on the topic. So firstly... In English, when we say free, we might mean that something has no price. It is free from having a price tag. We use the word majani for that. And it's a useful word even for like using using tatbiqat, for, for using app, apps on your phone. A tatbiq is an app on your phone. And you might have it in a majani. You might have a free version, for example. Um, yeah, so for example, you might say, al majani, the free lesson or... Um, you know, هل هو مجاني? Is it is it free? You know, for example, مجاني, or if something is free from a burden, let's say, or free from restrictions, we use the term حر for that حر, or even the concept of freedom is الحرية. I'm actually found an ayah in the Quran where Allah uses this word حر. Um, Allah actually uses it as a noun here, um, but it is the same word where Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Al-Baqarah, I can't remember which, uh, which um, ayah, but it's somewhere um, in like, you know, ayah 200 and something. It's no, not near the beginning of the of the surah, where Allah Azza wa Jal says, after a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani ar-rajim, bismillahirrahmanirrahim, ya ayyuhalladhina aminu kutiba alaykum al-qisasu fil-qatla, al-hurru bil-hurri, so, yeah, you Oh, those of you who have believed, that qisas, um, let's say, I will call it retaliation because that's what a lot of the translations call it, but it's, it's more like the 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 rule that Allah's legislation on blood money, that, that kind of thing. Um, that is written upon you, kutiba alaykum, and it's prescribed upon you, filqatla, in the case of murder, filqatla, al hurru bil hurri, a free person for a free person, al abdu bil abd, a slave for a slave, and the untha bil untha, and a female for a female. So the word hur is actually used there, there, and it's it's always to do with being free from slavery or being free from an oppression of some kind. That is um, what hur is, and you can you can use hur. Like a sifa as well, ana hur, I'm free. Ana hur al-an, I'm, I'm free now. For example, the, the, the word that I like 
for the question that Zizi had, and I, I, I mentioned this to her, my answer to her, is I actually prefer the word farag or farir. As far as I can tell, they're basically synonymous. Because um, you can use this word farir, it means free, but it means sort of unoccupied. Is is what she really means? Bait bait farag, a, a free house, an unoccupied free house, for example. Awdawila fariga. It's it's a free table, right? Um, and you can also use it in a really useful way. You can say waqt farag for your free time. It's very useful when you're talking about your hobbies and things like that. And aqti waqti al farag. I spend my free time. Quran, for example, in, in reading the Quran, for example. So what farag or farag or farag, as far as I can tell, as I mentioned, they're more or less synonymous. There may be their their use may be um, um you know uh, there may be certain preferences on when you use one or the other, but as far as I can tell, mostly synonymous. So yeah, for example, I mentioned the example of waqti al farag or waqti al farag. I've mostly heard waqti al-faragh, not my free time. Um, of course, it's spelled fa-ra and nahayn, um, for, for those of you wondering. But the example that Zizi actually came to me with, she actually brought um, the word khalin. Khalin, okay, from the verb khala, which actually is written with an alif. Allah uses it in the Quran as well, but I'll talk about what this verb actually means. The word khalin can mean much like farigh. Right, it can it can really have that very similar meaning because the verb khala, like if you were to look it up in the dictionary, it really means to to be empty, right? For some, yeah, for some, it's it, it's empty, right? Rather than it's sort of the opposite of memlu. It's like it's the opposite of being full, right? Um, yeah, khala, but it's also used in the Quran to mean um, to seclude yourself from it. Like maybe the connection is to kind of meet in an, an empty place, right? Um, Allah uses it in um, Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah says وَإِذَا خَلَى بَعْضُهُمْ إِلَى بَعْضٍ قَالُوا أَتُحَدِّثُونَهُمْ بِمَا فَتَحَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ In this case um, وَإِذَا خَلَى بَعْضُهُمْ إِلَى بَعْضٍ That they would seclude themselves with one another, right? Yeah, خَلَى in that meaning But um, but, but so, so she came with the word خَالٍ which is fine بَيْتٌ خَالٍ is fine, right? Okay, to mean like an empty house but why is it khalin? You just mentioned me say baytun khalin. Why do we have sort of a disagreement in in now and on vowels on the end? Why would we have baytun khalin? So this takes us down to a bit a bit of a detail on using final weak words in general. Because khala, as you can hear, it has a vowel on the end, making it a fi'l naqis. When you use the active participle of a fi'l naqis, what happens in the indefinite, in the nekira, in the morfur, and in the majrur, is that weak letter on the end is cut off and you replace it with two kasadas. It's very unusual, it's very peculiar in the Arabic language to have something which is morfur represented with kasadas. Right? It's not so peculiar in Arabic to have something majrur represented with a fetha, for example, or even vice versa, even something which is monsub represented with kasadas. It's not entirely... I'm unheard of. The, the, those things exist because of a word being mamnur min asarf or being jamr mu'annath salim, for example, or something being um, uh, sound feminine plural. For example, we have mu'minatin, uh, even if the word mu'minatin is monsub, for example. But it, it's unheard of elsewhere in the Arabic language, as far as I can you know, think of off the top of my head. 
that a word which is morphora will be expressed with kasaras. But in this case, it is something to do with the vowels not sounding right if the word was to be halyun or halyin. The, the yunin is something to do with the vowel changing in there. The Arabic language doesn't like halyun or halyin. It's fine with halyen. That's fine. If it was halyen in the nekira and the monsub, it'd be fine. In the definite, they all behave as they should. I uh, know, but... Um, yeah, but in the in the indefinite, khaliyan for the monsub is fine, but for the other two cases, morfora and majrur, it is khalin. We we drop the ya completely from it. So it is khalin. I, I found an example in the Quran if you wanted to see um with the verb qada, qada meaning to to judge. Really and qadi um is a judge, the word qadi. Um but this is an ayah from Surah Taha where Allah says uh, this is actually a response that um that uh, the people who are around Fir'aun say to him. They, they, they say that we will never prefer you over the over the clear proofs that were brought to us. by the one who fatarana, who originated us, one who created us. Okay, so they say Fakdi. So judge, faqdi, from the verb qada, yaqdi, in this case, faqdi, so judge, it's an imperative, faqdi. Ma anta qadin, what you are the qadin, you see here, qadin, um, yeah, qadin, right, there's no, there's nothing that makes this majroor um, or mansub or anything, it's morfur, qadin, right, but but we don't want to have qadion, because the Arabic language doesn't like it. Qadion. So we have Qadin. Qadin. Yeah, al so yeah, it's from Al-Qadi, which by the way, for those of you who are interested in the um, etymology, um, there's a word in Spanish, Alcalde. Alcalde, which actually means a mayor now. It doesn't mean a judge anymore. But um, I actually believe Alcalde comes from Al-Qadi. Um, obviously during uh, the period of, uh, of Al-Andalus, the great Al-Andalus. Many of these words were brought into the Spanish language, um, but that's uh, that's tangential. That's that's not the main point here, really. Innama taqdi hadhi al-hayat dunya. You you can judge the, the life of this world, right? Meaning meaning that Fir'aun has no say in the akhirah, but he might be a qadi in this life, in this life only. Good. So I wanted just to reference that ayah. It is it is the seventy sixth ayah of Surah Taha. In case you want to see the verb. Qada in three different ways. In the imperative, faqdi, in the ism fa'il, which is the topic of, of khalin, being khalin, with the word qadin, and then also with the verb just used in the present tense, taqdi, uh, from the past tense, which I said I believe is qada. Anyway, and there are other useful words that come from those roots as well. So I think that we have done the both parts of this question. Hopefully this has been helpful. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And may Allah bless you guys with beautiful Arabic.